We're recording it. All right. Maybe. Episode three of The Crown. Welcome, folks. Listen to us on Spotify. Watch us on Twitch. We're here with you. We're kicking it with you. I think I'm going to start this off. Joe, you got something for us? I got a few things. Dude. My biggest thing that I want to talk about today is breakfast. <laughs> and obviously, me being the biggest guy here, the first thing I want to talk about is food. Breakfast. Are you guys sweet guys or savory guys? Do you like pancakes and waffles with a lot of powdered sugar, syrup, and just come in with donuts and sweetness? Or are we are we more like uh, savory, you know? We we gotta we gotta have chicken fried steak and eggs and and rye bread toast and, and no sugar touching your plate whatsoever. You know, honestly I'm a sucker for a good waffle. Just kidding. <laughs> but I love French toast. I'm a big French toast guy. Okay. Really, I don't ever eat breakfast, but if I was gonna eat breakfast, some good just you know. Um, French toast, maybe some bacon. That's it. That's it. French toast, bacon. Okay. Yeah, eggs been missing in my stomach. Scrambled eggs missing in my stomach specifically. You know, I don't like eggs. Everybody looks at me funny when I say I don't like eggs, but I don't like eggs. And everybody's like, "Are you allergic to eggs?" And no, I don't. I, I just don't like them. I don't like the flavor of eggs, mm. but I eat them with breakfast because you know they have medical benefits or whatever but i gotta i gotta put cheese on them i gotta mix yeah. them with i gotta mix them with 10 other things you know hot sauce to where i can't taste the yeah, egg pasta ketchup right. salt pepper <laughs> right. i got it down so y'all going mad at me man <laughs> so listen i'm a savory guy you you give me a fence and i have to hop between one or the other i'm taking savory you like a lot of meat now i like a lot of meat in your mouth all up inside of my mouth we like rice we love eggs here. <laughs> Typical breakfast for the guy is about six eggs over a bed of rice. We could throw in, you can throw in your choice of bacon. I don't like breakfast sausage. Uh, more so hamburger patty, right? I could do a hamburger patty. Right? Yeah. Okay. You want, right? What what kind of eggs though? Like are we're we doing over easy. Okay. We're doing six over easy. Now listen, we're putting soy sauce and ketchup. Smash it all together, mix it up, make a little scrap, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I think I did that inside. Now you probably did, bro. Because I do now, every time. I heard this: soy sauce and ketchup is all katsu sauce is pretty much. Is that really? true or not? I I don't taste that coffee taste. Okay, that sweet and sour taste. Right. I can't explain to you what it is. Okay. Um, whatever comes from the tomato mixed with all of that salt that's inside of soy sauce, right? It, it makes a good mashup. But I can't explain to you what it is. But it's something that we grew up on too. Okay. I've never been a big sweet guy. Like even, I think I've told Byron this before too. If I'm eating dinner and we know we're gonna have some kind of dessert after, I need to eat my dessert first. Because I need to finish my day on something on savory. savory now. I need to end my day on something savory, okay. salty, right? If I eat a scoop of ice cream, I, I gotta eat a chip or something afterwards. I now, just, I can't. dessert. Is it is? Have you only been exposed to sweet desserts? Because there is a world of savory desserts out there that is really beyond. It now, really is. I guess I had a crepe. Was that kind of because you can turn a crepe into savory crepes? Right. You but that doesn't make it a savory, savory dessert. Crepe, right? Doesn't mean it's dessert. Traditionally, crepes are breakfast. Really? Yeah, it's out of out of friend. Yeah, crepes are, are traditionally meant for breakfast. No, see, I've only ever had crepes after hours. Really? Right? It's ten o'clock. Oh, you're doing crepes? Sure. And it's Nutella, bananas, and maybe strawberries. Okay. But I can do Nutella banana crepe. Yeah. Hear me out on this, right? Okay. I'm convinced eggs have changed. 
because I used to be able to eat scrambled eggs and be just fine. But now, literally doesn't matter if I cook them at home, it doesn't matter if I go to a restaurant. Anytime I eat any kind of scrambled eggs, my stomach is turning, doing backflips. I think that's just age, our age. You know? You think so? We grow up and have things grown out of eggs. Well, you're looking, you definitely could have. Look here, your taste buds and stuff. Your your taste buds and stuff change, they say, every seven years. Huh? So every seven years, you'll either like something you didn't like or dislike something. So ours changed three times since we've lived. And I've just found out that as you get old, right, you can actually develop an allergy and become allergic to things you've eaten your whole life. And I know this because I'm sad about it because now, just over the past maybe six months to a year, I've become allergic to pecans. Really? And it mm -hmm. breaks my heart because I love pecans in any shape or form. They are the greatest nut. I like a good pecan bond. Sorry, don't mean to jump off topic. Right. Yeah. But that's the thing. And, and, and look, I love them so much. My tongue swells up and I'm willing to, to deal with it and then just take a couple Benadryl. Afterwards. Now we're not talking about a deathly allergy, right? Just a little bit of swelling. Uh, yeah, but it's my, irritating my swelling. Like, up, my whole mouth gets yeah. itchy. Have you ever had the inside of your mouth itchy? <laughs> Can't say I've done. Yeah, it's terrible. Don't, don't, I don't want it. It's I don't not something it. I recommend. Yeah, no, and I think it's weird. <laughs> I've noticed, you know, as I'm getting older, man, you got to watch the things we eat. And it's weird saying that as a 23-year-old. But, man, it's true from, like, the day you start living, you know what I'm saying? And I pass it on to my daughter, like, you got to watch cheese now. But I eat, I eat, like, a packet of ramen... And I'm going to start getting, like, all that salt, that MSG and sodium. You know, the kid starts looking a little puffier. For sure. And it's not it. Right? So it's like, it's weird. It's it weird watching, you know? It's different. That's definitely stuck. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not stuck. No, that's rolling. This is my okay. phone, then. Oh, okay. We're one. Oh, that, but still, still, no one can see me. But you gotta. Oh, if I gotta, I mean, it over you. Gotta, make him jump on in his lap. There you go. I mean, there's face. Shit. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, I'm convinced eggs have changed for the worst. Okay. I don't think I'm not listening to you guys' theories because. <laughs> what you should try? Okay, look, try this. Right? Anything, so I can't. Okay, I, but I, try this. Go get some. So Tell by the Gilcrease Orchard, there's a little farm that gives you eggs that are like eggs that were laid that day and see if it's how they process them through a grocery store or through a restaurant because they have to do different things. They got to wash them a certain way. They got to put them through a certain process and maybe it's the process that's messing with you and not the egg itself. So I'd check into that too. What you're telling me is I need to go vegan. Don't, don't do that. Don't, don't do that. Vegan. No. Don't do okay. So, so no, because I mean, like, look, it, tonight I made the tri-tip. I made the burn-ins. Would you ever not want my meat in your mouth? No comment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I set you up. I set you up. No. That's, that's on me. I apologize. <laughs> that doesn't feel bad about it. <laughs> No, but great barbecue. You're always yeah. going to want to eat great barbecue, right? Yeah. Which brings me to another question I have for you guys. Stone brought it up earlier. Drunk meal. Mm-hmm. Go. Drunk meal. Carne asada fries. Really? Yeah. Carne asada fries. Carne asada fries. Because I'm, you know, drunk, you're not making your own food. Right. Typically. I'm going carne asada fries. You keep drunk to turn on and up. Exactly. 
I'll go carne asada fries, uh, nine times out of ten. Okay. We're stopping at the local Mexican shop, Roberto's. Roberto. I like that. The yeah. best drunk food I've ever had in my life is this little taco shop in Reno called Jim Boy's Tacos. Uh, you get their tacos, and I'm pretty sure I, I'm almost sure it's not beef in these tacos, but the grease to tortilla to meat ratio is spot on. It's in one of the, I mean, all of Reno and Sparks is dirty, but it's in one of the littlest dirty corners. 90% sure it's rat. But it is dynamite. Dynamite food. I love it. Whenever I'm drunk, I dream about it. Uh, now, what is, what, is, what is the... I can't say a misconception, but what is the entanglement, I guess, that we have when drinking that greasy food is what we need. Like, it's never been true to something that helps a hangover or a drunkness, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, once you're drunk, you're drunk. It's in your bloodstream. You're done for. Right. But I think everybody and anybody I've talked to, you need something greasy. And I'm the same way. Right. That's why I want the most greasiest food I can have. I'm going to feel crappy the next morning, but I'm going to enjoy the hell out of those fries, that burrito. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what it is, but greasy food is just where it's at. For sure. Right. I think because it, it sits heavy on your stomach, Definitely. so it settles yeah. your stomach. Yeah, you know when the alcohol's swishing around in there, you put some greasy ass food in there, yeah. weighs everything down. So you're just like, all right, I'm good. All right, I can go to bed. I don't want to talk about food too much because I'm getting hungry yet. Okay. Last thing about food though, there's this place over here. You ever been to McFadden's? It's called McFadden's. It's an Irish pub. We have. Yeah, here. that's a Liverpool bar. No lie, I'm never going. No. <laughs> No, it is. It's it's a a really? Bar. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, dude. So anyway, I've had their, uh, they have a sweet toffee pudding or something. Uh-huh. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. Now I want it. That's just it. Now we can move on from food. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just, just fuck me, right? Because I sure didn't say my junk meal. What's your junk meal, baby? Did you? No, sure oh, didn't. <laughs> sure didn't. All right, let's go. All right. <laughs> I'm not sorry we moved on. I'm being hungry. I'm starving again. You don't like eggs, we're out. They don't put on your stomach, you don't get a drunk man. Yes, so. No eggs, no drunk. You have to have eggs to be drunk, guys. But, um, I guess I'd have to just go, you know, I get to go to me in Las Vegas, which would be Jack of the Box tacos. Oh, you can't go on my mouth, though, bro. Like Captain Crunch? Just wait. Just like Captain Crunch. I don't want to know, but yeah, them tacos be fucking my mouth up. Yeah, Jack in the Box tacos go to drunk meal. I'm not really, a, I don't get drunk like that, but the very few occasions I have. So the regular tacos, have you had the, or the mini tacos? I haven't had the mini tacos. The mini tacos are trash, don't eat them. Yeah, I'm, honestly, I'm very sketchy on a lot of food from Jack in the Box because they're very hit and miss. Look, I'm, they're, they're ultimate cheeseburger. Have you noticed how the ultimate cheeseburger doesn't taste like any other burger that comes from Jack in the Box. Yeah, that's why you guys know when I. Here's the thing: the ultimate cheeseburger. I don't think is beef. Pretty sure it's cat. And I've always, I've since my whole life. I'm like, look, pretty sure ultimate cheeseburger, cat burger. It is not because it doesn't taste like any of their other sandwiches. You would just have to say some shit like that, right? That's it. Like the only one I eat. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only one I eat. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure it's cat. I'm pretty sure, pretty sure you're not eating an actual. It's cat. not. It's not. I mean, it's it's the chicken sandwich from McDonald's. I can't eat. Not I can't eat burgers. I can't eat. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the 
Crappy <laughs> oh my gosh. Honestly, you know, I retire. <laughs> this is what it's like to have no. I don't want it. I guess I do got one great Jack and Box changed their munchy meals. And I'm mad about it. That's it. Okay. What they change them from or two? They changed the entire menu of the munchy meals. So they had the munchy, they had a like a chicken tater uh Sandwich, which had like Swiss cheese, tater tot, or some kind of thing. Um, they had like a sriracha curly fry burger. They don't have it no more. They basically replaced it with like the menu items they already have. The munchie meals were like items you could never get on the regular menu. Oh, that's bad boy me though. I'm talking too much about food. Fuck Jack in the Box. Serving Byron cat burgers his whole life. Yeah, I guess so. Honestly, look, but I love them. You know, just, but just like I love the rat tacos from the one place in, in Reno, right. man. I'm not against eating some kind of other animal. Well, you I just don't want to know about it. Pass it off as beef to me. I'll, I'll just tell me something I want right, to hear. Right? Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, I'll know that it doesn't taste like beef, but Work. tell me it's beef. All right. So here's the question. So we're talking about how things are changing, right? Food wise. You know, let's talk about how things are changing life-wise. Okay. So let's talk about interesting topic came from Crochet, which is one of our listeners. Shout out to him. Great guy. Um, he brought up a whole book to movies. Uh, the change happens, you know, from people who write novels and their novels get eventually turned into a movie and the movie is completely different from the novel and or you know occasionally be spot on so what would you say do you think they're often more hits or often more misses as far as the book to movie translation i think book to movie translations are often misses as direct translations i think whoever's translating it from book to movie is trying to get to a mass audience Mm -hmm. books more so go toward target audience right so Target audience, great for the book. Math audience, they're trying to get the uncle who normally wouldn't see it, the kids who normally wouldn't go to it, the older, young generation. They're trying to hit everybody so everybody can go to it and get something from it. So I think that's the main reason from going from how the book normally is to movies. Okay, so what would you say in the course of your life, what would you say the biggest miss as far as book to movie translation? Mm, I'd say the biggest miss would be the first Shining. It was crazy, not like the book. They did did try to redo it and it was like a a made-for-TV movie type thing and they tried to hold it to everything that the book did Uh, and it it was kind of a flop and The the Shining itself was a huge hit. Mm. However, Stephen King, who wrote the book, hated it. It's one of the things he's hated most is The Shining openly admits I hated The Shining. Uh, so, you know, it's like, okay, even the author disliked it. Right. Uh, the biggest thing for me, which I think would have translated better, is in the movie, there's the maze. You guys seen The Shining? I haven't. Okay, so there's a, in the movie, there's a maze uh, made out of hedges that the wife and, and son hide from the husband who's gone crazy, mm-hmm. right? And they're going through this maze. But in the book, they're a bunch of animal topiaries. 
and those come to life, much scarier. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's much scarier. Much, much scarier. So... And then, uh, you know, just I've, I've, I've read a lot of books. My favorite author is Nicholas Sparks, mm-hmm. which is crazy because, you know, everybody's like, oh, you're a big rough and tumble dude, right? The love story artist, your favorite author? He really is. But I'm cynic about it because I love the way he writes his tragic comedy me, and he means it never to be a tragic comedy. But all of his books kind of follow the same platform. Two people are in love. Love is lost between a death or, you know, a a divorce, a separation, whatever. Mm. New love is found, and then it kills one of them. And I just love that, dude. I laugh so hard. I'm like, ah! Because I think it's great. It's it's great. And no, I'm kind of an ass. So is that like, sorry, I don't want to pick it up, but is that like you? Have you seen the show You on Netflix? So it's a show, dude, is it? Creepy stalker dude. Yeah, you gotta watch it for yourself because you can interpret it your own way. Very creepy stalker dude from the beginning. Okay. You watch it to the second season. Not so much a stalker dude, kind of a crazy guy, but he gets with this girl who's like, ten times crazier. But anyways, like you said, the guy would kill his previous lover to get with the next one, right? Oh okay, no, not kill. Okay, so let's take um, Knights and Rodanthe, one of his books, right? Translated to a movie. And there was a few changes, but nothing crazy, right? Uh, This lady and her husband divorce. She's a broken woman. She needs to go in in, and she becomes a, a bed and breakfast kind of manager for a little while. And... This doctor ends up showing up and they end up falling in love and he has to take care of a few things from his past life, you know, before they met or whatever, but they end up falling in love and, and, you know, she's like, okay, cool. You know, my husband who left me, there's new love. It's found. It's great. He writes her every day. And he's like, he's like, you know, he's a doctor without borders. I got to go take care of this and some third world country. And, you know, writes her every day and she's in love and just can't, it's just head over heels. And his son shows up, knocks on the door. Oh, yeah, by the way, he's dead. That's a turn for the worst. So nothing like you is what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah it's, okay. it really is. But no, it's all like that. And message in a bottle. This guy's broken. His, you know, wife dies. He throws a message to her in, in a bottle into the, you know, ocean. Rolls up on shore. A reporter gets it. She opens it up. She's like, oh, my God, this is so sweet. He wrote a letter to his dead wife. La, 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 la. She ends up meeting him. She wants to do a story on it. They end up falling in love or whatever, you know. And then the tragic, you know, they have a fight like they do in the movies and make movie great. He, She ends up going, you know, okay, well, whatever. And he's like, oh, no. I really do love you. I miss you. You know, I'll stop my boat up the coast to be with you. Storm crashed with the dead. I shouldn't be laughing, but I love it. I love it. It's my favorite. So let's take this topic. Let's let's go into something that interests the both of you. Let's talk about, because, you know, there's regular novels that are translated to movies. The comics translated to movies. Now, you two, how do you guys feel about those? Are there more hits or misses in those? They're total misses. Yeah. But I've I've come to 
look because in comic books there's always an alternate storyline an alternate universe and always so you have the main book like batman and then there's 30 offshoots of batman right the way i view movies about comic books is it's just one of those offshoots those alternate universes mm -hmm. those those you know different things just my prime example is and it's it's politics in the movies um prime example is the infinity gauntlet mm -hmm. the in the books themselves the uh guardians of the galaxy aren't in them uh -huh. it's the fantastic four hmm. But Fox owned the right to the Fantastic Four. Right. Fox wouldn't lend the characters to Marvel to put in the movie. The movie had to come up with a plan B. Enter Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess speaking from the comic book sense, it's like the only way you can avoid a miss, because there's many misses when they turn to a, when they turn to live action. The only way you cannot miss is if you make a cartoon animated version of the comic book, turn to a movie. Right, I mean that goes for any Batman movie or comic book that turned into a movie via cartoon, via animation. Everything is going to be spot on. You, it's hard to put something like a Japanese Batman who is taking over the Ming Dynasty or something. You know, overthrowing some somebody in a samurai suit. You can't make that live action. You know what I'm saying? And it's like you can't. I just don't think DC does it well. Yeah. DC's live action is trash. DC cartoon movies, phenomenal. Marvel live action, visually, you know, CGI, whatever you want to call it, phenomenal. It's great, off the charts. So I think you can translate it to live action. I just don't, I don't think DC hires the right people. And I think Mar Marvel has some kind of roadmap that works for them because like you said how Fantastic Four should have been in the Infinity Gauntlet and that whole saga that they will tell a story in a movie leave plot holes but fill it with a comic book that the you know the, the person's gonna want to go and pick up. Absolutely. Oh I need to fill this plot hole now. But that now Disney Plus has the original TV shows they're coming out with on, you know, with the superheroes like the She-Hulks. Right. Um, I think Miss Marvel. Now, those are filling plot holes for big movies that we've seen, too. Right. So I, they have some kind of roadmap drawn out that I think DC can pick up on. And the roadmap is Disney money. Yeah. That is that's all it is, right? And that is very hard to come by when you are not Disney. <laughs> and that's crazy. When you do have Disney money, what is stopping Disney from... Purchasing these contracts from Fox, like oh they did, like they, so they purchased Fox. Okay, so now they do own the rights to the X Men and that's Fantastic Four. No, Spider Man still owned by Sony. Mm -hmm. so, however, Sony has decided to play nice and loan. That's why the first Spider Man movie with uh, Tom yeah Holland Holland yeah was called Homecoming because he was coming back to the Marvel Universe because he's been gone for so long, because Sony owns the rights to him. That's why you don't see a Spider-Man game on uh, any other platform other than PlayStation, because Sony owns the rights to it. Does it? Yeah.
and that's something they're never getting rid of but they will play nice because they, they understand you know how to make money oh you know if, if we can get a chunk of Disney money by loaning our guy you know, let's do it right you know right yeah but for other movie adaptations on books that takes one to read a book to understand the difference so I don't read I'm not reading a Harry Potter book to compare and contrast with the Harry Potter movie I'm gonna be honest and say I've only read like two books in my life. Diary with the Kid and Percy Jackson. Honestly, I don't remember how Percy Jackson went because I was like fifth grade. And uh, I'm 23. That's a long time. Percy Jackson's lit though. I'm a big. Yo, speak on it and then we'll switch real quick. But that is a long time. I ain't back to that So, yeah, I read Percy Jackson and Diary with the Kid. Diary with the Kid. If I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure the movie was a complete miss. Really? I don't think I read the books. The only book I read like that from like our childhood is Captain Underpants. And I just wanted to flip the page. Just to watch him punch a robot or something. Yeah, I think if I remember correctly, I think that would be kid missed on the movie. Oh my yeah. boys. I've okay, look, and I'll be honest with you, I've read hundreds of books. But I didn't start reading until I was like 30. Oh, so we're safe. You know what I'm saying? I didn't really get into reading and reading books and novels and whatever. As a kid, I hated it. I w Look, I wouldn't read the word the. I'd be like, to he? <laughs> not care. Didn't matter to me. Didn't give a shit. Wouldn't want to read nothing. Wait, <laughs> did that happen to you guys? Well, because like there is sometimes where like I'll see a word and I'll read it completely wrong. For sure. And I have to look back at the word and be like, yes. For sure. CR, okay. So it worked. I'll never forget about that day. Oh my God. So you know how we have locations in the store, right? <laughs> so we're in the warehouse and. You know, in the warehouse, we have, like, C, like the CR yeah. for the rug rack and shit. Yeah. So, and there's one, it's like a return. And below it, so on the ticket, it has the product, right? And then below it, it has the location that you're pulling from. So, this is a return. So, usually where the location would be, it has the reason why it was returned. And all it says is cricket. So, then Joe comes up to me because he's doing his return. And I'm giving, I give him a paper to go get it from the customer. And he's like... And I'm looking at it, and I think it's a location. Then he comes so up to me, and he's like, where's CR looking? <laughs> and Byron, because I'm kind of a jokester at work. So, Byron looks at me, swear... He looks at me like, oh, you're fucking with me yeah, right you now. You know how I am. So, when he came up to me, stuff you look so dumb. So dumb. I'm just looking at him like, bro, there's no way you're asking me, asking me this question. Wait, wait. And then he saw the seriousness on my face, and he thought, this motherfucker really thinks it's CR. Okay. And he goes, Joe, that's what's wrong with it. And my dumb ass goes... CR Ookins, what's wrong with it? <laughs> he goes, he goes, what? And so I reread the word and go, oh, it's cookies. It's good. In all series, and there was no joke about this. And I'm just looking at you all the time, like, are you saying that? Yeah. He was like, God, you fat and dumb? CR Bro, that's how. And for like the next year, for the next year, whenever we couldn't find something at a location, we'd always be like, hey, check CR Ookins. It might be that. That's hilarious. The show. Now I'm part of the inside joke. Yeah. You're rocking with it. Yeah. That's it's funny as hell, bro. Everything is CR. So, yes, the answer to your question is yes, I, I do be like that in real life and go, look, it's not the word I think it is. Yeah. I think when a word is said and or read one too many times, then it's like, is this even a word? I think like quiet is one of them. 
I'll spell quiet, I'll say quiet, I'll read quiet, I'll write it down. As soon as I start writing it down. Yeah, everything about it looks wrong. Fuck is queet. Okay. Yeah, that happens to you all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least I know I'm not stupid. No, <laughs> not all the way. No, not you, all the way. You never go, uh, have you ever seen Tropic Thunder? Never go full retard. Never go full retard. Honestly, I haven't seen a lot of movies because I don't stay still very long. Yeah, I mean, Robert Downey Jr. went blackface in that too. So it's like growing up, trying to read and trying to watch movies, I'm asleep. Really? You just fall out? Mm-hmm. If I stay still for too long, I fall asleep. Okay. See, me, I, I don't like sitting in one spot for too long. I hate it. It's one of the things I dislike most. So everybody's like, hey, want to go to the movies? And my house, hard no. I got to sit in one spot for yeah. two hours? No. <laughs> yeah, me, is just... I'm so hyperactive that if I get to like a split moment where I'm sitting down in the same spot for a long time, I'm bound to fall asleep. That's really what happens at home. Like I'd be trying to stay up and move around and do things and like actually have friends. I'm really just sleep because I'm yeah. done. I like sit there, I'll put on the TV. Literally, it could be like 30 minutes. Then I'll wake up at like 10 p.m. and be like, what the fuck? Like, what happened to my day? Like, I was supposed to go do this, this, and this, and now I can't do none of that. So, yeah, sorry, my life. <clears throat> Despite if it's like something you're intrigued on. Whatever, as long as you're staying still, you're done for. Yeah, that makes sense. I get that. All right, but backtracking, you were talking about Percy Jackson and reading that book, you know, and the movie. Dope book and movie, by the way. More so because I love mythology. So that's what I want to get into right now, man. You guys love mythology? Love it. I'm a, you believe in it? I'm a Greek mythology person specifically. I don't know about any other mythology. See, I like the Norse gods. We're talking about hard. The Norse gods are really cool. You know, I'm a world serpent kind of guy. Yeah? Fuck yeah. All right. World serpent's dope, bro. To picture a snake that goes around the world, wraps around the world, and it's, bro, so dope. And it's way, like, you can't even describe the size of this up in, like, what? You know what I'm saying? The world serpent is just unbelievably. How do you feel about yeah. the Nor or the Greek gods and the Roman gods being the same? But called different? Yeah. Confusing. Yeah, but I'm. I would stick to the Greeks. Like if I were to pick a gang, I'm going with the Greeks. Yeah, I think the Greeks seem to be easier to remember. Yeah, so I can't remember it on the. Because I'm not gonna start calling them. I guarantee you, you know all the Roman gods' names. I can guarantee you, I probably know maybe two. No, you know all of them. Name eight planets. They're all the planets. Yeah, <laughs> that's every Roman god. Jupiter is. Zeus. Well, you still lost because I only know like three planets. <laughs> <laughs> We got Earth. We got Mars. Well, Earth isn't one. Well, I lost. We got Earth. Oh, I would say Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn. But I know, I know. Do you also have Neptune? Neptune, Mercury, Venus, Uranus, Uranus, Uranus. <laughs> Not my anus, your anus. But it's so confusing to me, like. Like, I know you. the easiest way to remember is take the planets by size and or color. So Jupiter, the biggest planet. Zeus, the main god, the big guy, sort of thing, right? You take Neptune. You think Neptune's blue. Poseidon, blue. Ocean, water. Neptune, right? right. No, I'm going... Did you say Poseidon? 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 It's Poseidon. Poseidon. I thought you said Poseidon. It could be Poseidon. Poseidon. If it's Neptune, it's Poseidon. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, no, I'm going Greek though all day. Who's your favorite Greek god? My favorite, it changed. At first, I was a big Zeus guy, mm-hmm. and not really just because he was the most powerful, because the whole lightning spill. It makes somebody like that is that is hard. And you know, I used to be watching like Avatar: Last Airbender growing up. So like, when they do lightning, that you know is different. Yeah. So when Zeus doing lightning, yeah, I, oh yeah, that's, I'm on that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But then it grew to be like I think in like fifth grade, I had to do a project on like the Greek god, and I was beside it. So like ever since then, I've been thinking like rather than that guy. Yes, pretty much is, and I think. People have a mix and shrewd, but Poseidon, I think, is the god of gods. Yeah, low-key. I think Zeus only got his title because he was the one who took down his dad when his dad got corrupt. Mm -hmm. But, like, Poseidon... I think it was Poseidon who, like, made the three brothers draw straws on which side of the world they want to conquer. In a sense of Hades, Zeus, and Poseidon. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Hades got the shortest straw in the bunch but like Poseidon was the one that was making that like you two are gonna figure this out. I got the water. That's mine. Like I'm, okay, I need so, so people love Neptune. Mm-hmm. People love Poseidon. Why is Aquaman the most hated superhero? Because he's not shit. He's like SpongeBob. No, I'm joking. I take that back. I love Aquaman. Not my favorite superhero, but I do love Aquaman. He's no one's favorite superhero. And he gets hated. And if anyone says Aquaman is their favorite superhero, they are a liar. They're much. Push. Look, it's still broken. I don't know. What that is. <laughs> but yes, yes. I mean, no, because no one's favorite superhero is Aquaman. But yeah. he, he does just what Poseidon and, and Neptune do. Yeah, if not, maybe a little bit stronger because he's a superhero. Um, I mean, he doesn't get a bad rep because everyone calls him the SpongeBob superhero. I'm saying. Oh, you got the same part. Because Aquaman's always got to decide between the sea and the water. Poseidon never had to do that. He had both. I mean, between the land and the sea? Sea and the water is the same thing, baby. No. I mean, what I said. Okay. You're right. The water in my water bottle is not the sea. It's water. Touche. Look, but I, yes. look, <laughs> I, I thought it was funny when in the comic books, Injustice, Poseidon tried to flex on Superman, or not uh, uh, Aquaman tried to flex on Superman and be like, you're not allowed to touch the water. You can't do anything. Water's mine. I'm the most powerful water thing, whatever. So Superman and Shazam took Atlantis out of the water, put it in the Marisir, middle of the Sahara Desert. I'm like, all right, there was. <laughs> Superman's a dickhead. I'll put that out there. Look, Superman's a dick. That was an alien. Misunderstood. He's a dick. That's what he is. He's, he's, he's got anger issues. He does. He doesn't. He has parental issues. <laughs> his parents kicked him off the planet. Not for his safety. They didn't want him no more. They just didn't want to be honest with him. They didn't want him on Krypton because they just didn't want a kid. I don't. No, he had he had parental issues. Really think about it. Not as a baby. I don't really. I don't think that's why Superman was sent up. Yeah, that's because it was gonna blow up. Yeah, because no, very much so was for. No, they didn't, no, they didn't want him. I, Pretty much. I mean, his dad. You guys can look at this one way, and I'll look at the other. They didn't want him. I don't him. But I mean, there's like. Have you ever read Superman? It's like red potato and potato. I've never gotten deep into red sun, but I've seen the outline of it. Yes. Wait, what does potato and potato do? This. Which you're saying? Oh, yeah, it's the same thing. Nobody says potato. Potato. Potato chips. You see how you just fell into that category? Meanwhile, we're on the potato side. <laughs> oh, 
for my subset. Wait, I gotta finish side. <laughs> Yo, I need to finish. Oh, we're, we're, I love this because we're all over the place. But like, yeah, favorite god. I wanted to start. I started with with armies. I wanted to be a little boy with flying shoes. And then it was Poseidon because the water's dope. So that's funny. You like Poseidon, but you don't like open water? Yeah. My favorite Greek god is Athena. You ever wanted Giannis. to control something you could be scared of? Women? What? That was deep. Really? That was real deep. Like oh. the ocean. Like the ocean. <laughs> I like where this is going. <laughs> it seems like we're going full circle here. Right? I'm really digging this here. <laughs> we come back around, man. That's what we do here. So, can we officially say that conquering woman is time from the ocean? <laughs> Both not possible. <laughs> They're not hundred percent. There we go. Is there? Is there? I I know. Maybe that's what I'm scared of. You never know what has to be, bro. Has to be. So I have a very bad read. You know, never mind. Whatever they go. No, carry, carry that. No, carry that theory into your life. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it. They want to think I'm gay. I'm not gay. Here's the thing, though. Understanding women, and I see this on the internet all the time, and it's, it couldn't be a truer statement. Yes, they are the most beautiful thing. No. You'll understand women when you understand why pizza is put in a square box, but is a round shape cut into triangles. What is going on, gang? This is Stone here from the Crown Podcast. Just want to let you know we're doing some post-production editing. I want to get this episode up and out for you guys. As you can see, we did leave you on a bit of a cliffhanger. With that being said, that only means we have more content in the works for you. Uh, we have more content in our library for you uh, so just want to let you guys know we will be pumping that out if not a future episode if not a surprise episode for you guys we do appreciate you for sticking out with us uh, and listening to the episode there was a bit of technical difficulties as we were working with the new kind of platform um, but we do appreciate you guys once again for myself byron joe we do appreciate you sticking out with us we love you guys and you know let's keep working with the crowd baby love you